Good afternoon. This is Kevin with Titus Ministries. Haven't made a podcast in a really long time. Not sure when the last one was. I didn't look, didn't check, but feels like it's been a really long time and thought I was due for making another one. So I hope you guys enjoy these and are enjoying these. Uh, There's been a little bit less traffic since leaving Instagram. No longer on Instagram, but we are on Gab. Get on gab.com. It's a great, I would say the best social media site. And also on Telegram. Recently joined Telegram. You can download the app uh, anywhere you can download apps or whatever. Look up Titus Ministries. And we are having our next Bible study back at the park. The last, I don't know, few weeks, months, we've been having it at a friend's house. And it's a really, it's just a great house for uh, getting together for Bible study. Always meet on the, like the front patio area. It's got a covering and it's really nice. It just works out perfectly. The the children can run around and play and, and it's great. Love it. But this coming Sunday, just to give new people a chance to come see us, to come fellowship with us, just come check it out. People looking for a church, Bible study, something like that, something to grow closer to God, to to improve their walk with Jesus Christ. Great opportunity uh, to come this coming Sunday in Laguna Hills, 10 a.m. in Cabot Park, Laguna Hills, right off of Oso. And uh, or Crown Valley, depending on which which way you're coming. Really close to the freeway. Great little park. We're always right next to the playground. There's every time we've gone, there's a couple picnic tables, and they've they've always been available to us. So I suggest bring bring a chair, just in case, and and it'll be great. And we're we just finished the book of Judges. Please check out TitusMin.com. T-I-T-U-S-M-I-N. Com. That's our website for blog posts. I made a couple blogs about Judges. As we went through the whole book of Judges, we just finished last week with chapters 17 through 21. Judges 19 is probably the gnarliest, uh, most <laughs> adult chapter in the Bible. Crazy, crazy stuff that goes on there. There's a reason you don't often hear it preached in churches although I think you should. I think all of the Bible should be preached and taught. That's why we went through it. But there's such excellent, awesome lessons for us that are in all these books of judges and kings and stuff like that and, and that are excellent examples for often often bad examples for us. But uh, it's really great, great to study. None of the Bible should be neglected. None of it. It is all, it is all great. It is all perfect. It is all from God. It is all for us, for the church, for believers in Christ. So we finished Judges. That was a great study. This coming Sunday, we're going to be going through, beginning to go through the book of Revelation. And and just saying that, actually, I've listened to a couple sermons and read at least one commentary that made a big point that it's Revelation, not plural. It's just the revelation of Jesus Christ, not Revelations. There's no Revelations. There's just Revelation. This is the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ that he gave to his angel, that gave to John to write down all these things that the apostle John saw. So it's, it's a really fascinating study. And 
probably what people think of with the book of Revelation is that it's really difficult, really hard to understand. And there's certainly some things in the book of Revelation that are that are hard to understand. It's a lot of a lot of imagery, a lot of symbolism, a lot of signs. John the Apostle that, that wrote it uses a lot of language of similitude. So there's a lot of things like heard a voice like this or appeared like that or was as a whatever it is. And so you're not actually seeing those things being described, but it's something like that. And that's the best that John can convey, you know, that God had him convey so that us, the church, could best understand it. And most of the signs and symbols and things in Revelation are explained for us. They're told for us. And the rest of the things, or at least most of the rest of the things, are explained in other passages of Scripture, especially the book of Daniel. Revelation is incredible like that because it's not a standalone book of the Bible. Just like the rest of the Bible, it doesn't stand alone. You can't just read Revelation and understand it. You have to read a lot of other Scripture. And that's just the way God wrote the Bible. And I think it's just brilliant. It's beyond genius that to understand one book, you need to have an understanding of many others. And it just forces study of Scripture. It forces you have to study Scripture. You know, when you get to the first part of Revelation chapter 1, you're like, okay, where else am I, am I going to find this? Because cross-referencing in Scripture is it's invaluable. It's just critical to understanding the Bible. It's, it's definitely something you should do. It's one of the most valuable things that I've found by looking at commentaries. No matter what commentary you have or commentaries that you look at, one of the best things you can get from them is the cross-referencing of similar verses in other parts of the Bible that help round out your understanding of an idea or a verse that is being discussed. So that's critical. It's very important. Revelation is also difficult because there's a thousand different interpretations of it. And and the critical say, well, then nobody can understand it because there's so many different views of it. Well, not necessarily. There's a lot of different views of the chronology and timeline of the book of Revelation. When do these things happen? And the disciples asked Jesus that. What, you know, what's going to be the sign of your coming? When are all these things going to happen? And Jesus said, nobody knows. Nobody knows but the Father in heaven. Uh, so obviously God didn't uh, find it important to share that timeline with us, you know, exactly as it's going to happen. So there's, so we don't know when that's going to happen. We don't know when all the events of Revelation from chapter 4 on will take place. We do know that they will take place. That is a fact. All right. So God didn't find it in our best interest. He didn't want to share that. And that, and that's great. We should just submit to that. Hey, God doesn't want us to know exactly when these things are going to happen. All right. We're going to, there might be signs and things and we'll see, okay, we think it's coming like right now, like 2020. There's a lot that I can point to that say, hey, we're a lot closer than we were yesterday because of a lot of things are, are in place in the world that will enable the events of Revelation to take place. So we won't know the exact timing and also just reading through the book of Revelation. Is it chronological? Do various chapters overlap? Do they occur simultaneously? Is there Are there parenthetical chapters of Revelation that 
that don't fit chronologically with the book? You know, these are all questions that people struggle with that, that you know, scholars have these varying views on. And, and some people, of course, will say, oh, no, this is, this is absolutely the way revolution, or Revelation has, has to be read. Any other way is absolutely ridiculous, and they're, and they're totally dogmatic about it. And that's not me. I don't think that's the way we should be. When God isn't crystal clear about it, I don't think we need to be, you know, absolutely dogmatic and, and, and make it a, a critical point of the Christian faith, of the, of the order of events in the book of Revelation. So that's clearly not the point of Revelation, to know the timeline. So what is? You know, God wants us to know other things. He wants us to know that the end of the world is coming. He wants us to know about this thousand-year reign that we see at the end of the book of Revelation. And most importantly, the central aspect of the book of Revelation and the central figure of the entire Bible is Jesus Christ. Remember the title of the book. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is Jesus revealing himself and and things that he will do. You know, we saw aspects of Jesus in the Gospels. We see a whole different aspect of Jesus in the book of Revelation. He should be our focus. Not using the book as a science experiment to try and pin down dates and all that. Although, I think that study is still important. You know, we can't lose sight of the fact that it's all about Jesus. But there's a lot of dates and a lot of specific times that are given us. And I think as these un events unfold, and as they're unfolding, and as we watch, have watched them unfold, we'll be like, oh, it makes perfect sense now. It's absolutely crystal clear. Because in the book of Daniel, you have several dates. You have 2,300 days, which may take place during the seven-year, 70th week of Daniel. Some call it the seven-year tribulation. There's 2,300 days. Where does that fit? There's also 1,335 days mentioned in Daniel. Well, where does that fit? There's also 1,290 days. Where does that fit? And the book of Revelation talks about three and a half years. It talks about 42 months. It talks about 1,260 days. And all these are important uh, markers for when these things are going to happen. But we just don't have enough information to really nail it down. And in fact, one of my favorite Bible commentators, Adam Clark, Adam Clark, uh, genius, absolutely brilliant, linguistic expert, just amazing Bible scholar. You can see his commentary for free online. In his introduction to the book of Revelation, he just plainly said, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And then he went through it and kind of gave cross-references like I talked about. He gave kind of exegetical notes and and things like that, and sometimes his guesses about what certain things meant. But he, he noted that there were, in his day, around early 1800s, late 1700s, somewhere in there, I think, that there were plenty of other Bible scholars that gave their views of it all, like French Revolution, uh, war of, you know, various wars in time that, that are uh, described by Revelation. And he's like, well, they're all wrong. He's like, I'm not going to add my own interpretation to the heap of just foolishness and, and ignorance of these people that claim to have nailed down the book of Revelation. So it's okay to not understand it and not be 
absolutely dogmatic about the timeline of it if we read it and remember that the focus is Jesus Christ. Because uh, in the book of Revelation, there's seven times where it gives a blessing to those that, that read it, a blessing for those in Revelation. In the very first, I think it's verse 3 of chapter 1, it says, Blessed are those that read and hear and keep the things in this book. In the very last chapter, it says the same thing about blessed are those that, that read these words. And so there's a blessing that comes along with this book, and we don't see that in any other book of the Bible. So it's not something to be neglected just because we might find it difficult. Read it. Get familiar with it. And we're going to look at it verse by verse starting this coming Sunday. So please join us in Laguna Hills, Cabot Park, 10 a.m. And we'll just go through the book, and I'm just going to try and let the Bible speak for itself, let the Bible interpret itself, and discuss some of the major kind of theological viewpoints of, of how these things unfold and, and maybe some problems with those viewpoints or, or you know, strong points of those viewpoints. And, and we'll just see how it goes with, with an emphasis on, on Jesus Christ and our salvation in Him and, and that we can fully trust Him and that, hey, he's, He does have the whole world in His hands. So, so please join us. It's a fascinating study, and, and there's so much to it. We jump all over the, the Old Testament and, and sections of the New Testament. We have Luke 21, Mark 13, uh, Matthew 24, as well as Luke 17, as well as Matthew 25. So many, so many clues that help flesh out our understanding of the book of Revelation, and we'll look at that all Sunday. See you guys then. Have a blessed, wonderful week.